second episode of the second golden age of radio. I'm Richard Templeman. And I'm Kelly Pally. And we are here to talk about the golden age of radio. And then listen to it while we put a little pause in the podcast. And then come back, discuss it, and try our hand at making a little new time radio, if you know what I mean. I'm not sure that I know what you mean, but... Tell me about what show we're listening to today, Richard. Well, your wish is my command. You said you wanted something suspenseful. Yes, I did. Well, there's a radio show for you, and it's actually called Suspense. Tonight, Autolite brings you Over the Bounding Main, a suspense play starring Mr. Dan Daly. convenient. It's very convenient and very apropos. They subtitle it, of course, Suspense. And the producer of radio's outstanding theater of thrills, the master of mystery and adventure, William N. Robeson. Radio's outstanding theater of thrills. And it's one of the premier drama programs. Here's a fun fact, or a sad fact. Please tell me. When doing my research, not only is it one of the premier old-time Golden Age radio shows, mm-hmm. turns out the final broadcast of Suspense and Yours Truly, Johnny Dollar, another radio show we'll talk about another day, Okay. when they ended at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on September 30th, 1962, that is often cited as the end of the golden age of radio. Huh. Sad. Yeah, that is sad. The golden age of radio died with suspense. But 1962, that's later than I would have thought. Yeah, because... there was that crossover time where the radio was still happening and the television was happening. I think they were still trying to continue with radio a decade into television being Like when you could still get tapes when when CDs were around. Etc. Yeah. Or I guess that you can still get CDs now that there's... You have digital media. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense, but that's sad. It's sad, but it did last a long time, and after this, there were other radio shows. How long did it run? It was was a weekly show, or... Yeah, and it ran from 1942 to 1962. Oh, wow, it was a 20-year-long show. That'd be amazing on television nowadays. Oh, yeah, like only The Simpsons or something. Yeah. And 900, give or take, are in existence now. So we could still listen to about oh, that's nine, a lot of them. 900 of them, yeah. So we can do a lot of... We could do a whole suspense. show based on suspense. <laughs> and it will run for 20 years. 20 years? It 20 years. It will run for 20 years, so... Watch out. Be excited, listeners. We'll never die. Not like old-time radio did. No. Ooh. Never. All right. I guess some notable things are they had famous guest stars each week at times. Was there a common star or was it like no. a host? 
There was, was common or very good question. That brings me to the fact in the earlier years the program was hosted by someone known as the Man in Black, and he was played by Johnny Cash. No, no. <laughs> Joseph Kearns and Ted Osborne were the Man in Black, the Men in Black. Okay. <laughs> and now, a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. Uh, anyway, then, also at first, they were adapted stories written by John Dixon Carr. Of course, this suspense series spawned magazines, books, television show. Like, really? it had everything. But, of course, I would say that the radio show is the most successful. Had Judy Garland, you know, guest starring it. Had Lucille Ball. Had all of our favorite stars from back in the day. So, why don't we take a break... Listen to a suspense. All right, I'm excited. And then talk about it. All right. I'm, I'm afraid to get so close to the edge. You won't fall. I knew. I knew if I could keep him talking, maybe a car would come along. Maybe something would happen. It was my only chance. What are you thinking about? You... You killed someone else tonight, didn't you? Yes. Dr. Morgan? Yes. What are you going to do now? First, I'm going to... And then I guess I'll go south. I knew what he meant by that pause. I started to back away slowly. I'd made a mistake by reminding him of the present. My hands went instinctively to my apron pocket for something to defend myself with. I knew there was a pencil there. It was sharp. Maybe I could scratch him or hurt him some way with it, but when I reached for it, I felt something else instead, something cold and hard. I was puzzled for a moment, and then I remembered. It was a shaker I'd picked up at the drive-in. Stand still. And then he started moving toward me. Me with only a pencil and a shaker to defend myself with. And we're back. Welcome back. What did you learn, Kelly? Robo-wine. R-O-M-A. Made from the finest reserves, or chosen for you from the finest reserves, and they'll make an excellent turkey dinner even better for Thanksgiving. Yes, Roma wines taste better because only Roma selects from the world's greatest wine reserves for your pleasure. And now, Roma wines, R-O-M-A, Roma wines present Suspense. So, the sponsor to Suspense is Roma Wines. Uh, we listened to the 220th episode of Suspense. Wonder with, why. Because it starred Judy Garland in Driving. favorite. But we learned something new, too. We learned that Judy Garland starred in this episode, but it was broadcast three different times with three different actresses she playing the part. The first one to play She's the, the part. the second one, and there's a third one after her. So they would rebroadcast sometimes the same script, just with different actors. Interesting. Tricky. It says, if you need a reminder as to why you should never accept a ride from a stranger, then drive in. This episode for you. This episode belongs to a subgenre of suspense that are also cautionary tales. So you learn a little lesson, too. Yeah, I guess, I guess that makes sense. So you learn, never accept a ride from a stranger that has blood on the <laughs> roll-down window. <laughs> the window roller-downer thing. Right. 
Yes. So this was November 21st, 1946. Judy Garland does not sing in this, unfortunately, but her Dorothy voice is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, still sounds like Dorothy. It reminded me, if we were to do some modern day spin on it. it yeah, I've been trying to think how on earth we would modern well, day spin it. It almost reminded me of Criminal Minds, just because he was so messed up. He's like, yeah, I killed my wife, and I killed my doctor, and I'm not even crazy. You don't know how hard it is to understand when you're not crazy and you just kill people. <gasps> and he was like totally wacko. Yeah. So, or Law and Order SVU. You know what I mean? Like something. I think I see what you're saying. Like criminal. Minds. Yeah. Or. Yeah. Or maybe. Criminal intent. Honestly, probably if you were looking at today's trend of making the anti-hero. He might be a hero. He Well, he wouldn't necessarily be the hero. But he would be the focus. Instead of her. You know, like Dexter or yeah, The Sopranos or mm. any of that. You might hear that, that side of the story more. Well. I wasn't even idea. thinking of that until you said that, but yeah. that makes perfect sense. Then but we'll do it from his He was like, I wasn't even crazy. I wasn't crazy. Yeah. You're right. So we should do it that way. Also, I wanted to remind you, it was another CBS Radio. Yeah, apparently we like the CBS radio. Mm-hmm. So far. So far, so good. Next time we'll have to switch it up, I guess. See what other see if there's... networks have to offer. Well, they have mutual broadcast Yeah. company. MBC. But I think they also have NBC National. Um, Alright! They loan out their actors to other people. Oh, yeah, that was another thing, too. They're like, thank you so much, M-Jam, for lending us Judy Garland. <laughs> they sounded so Valley Girl when they said it. They no, would if it but... was in the 90s, but it was yeah, I guess so. the 40s. Yeah, so they were, thank you to Meltro Goldwyn Mayer for loaning us the wonderfully talented Judy Garland. Oh, thank you. Well, thank you. I really enjoyed myself, and I can't wait to listen next week. They have such wonderful actors. Well, Judy, when you're making a Thanksgiving turkey, oh, I want make to... sure to serve wine. I would rather have a big, juicy steak. Help <laughs> to your ankles and steaks. <laughs> Sorry, right. she made that. She made that joke in the play, or after the thing in their callback. She said. I just, uh, since I was playing a waitress, I decided to imagine myself knee-deep in juicy steaks. Kind of gross. So, we'll be right back, and when we come back, you will hear a new tale of suspense where our villain is actually the hero of the story. Dun-dun-dun! Welcome to another episode of suspenseful situations starring Richard Templeman and Kelly Tolly as Dr. Drake, the orderly, the waitress, and whatever characters we need to be. Our scene starts at a mental institution in Beverly Hills. I don't want my medication, I'm not sick. You're going to have to take this medication. You are sick. It will make you feel better. Okay, sure. Go ahead. Put it under my tongue. Watch me swallow. All right. Take that medicine. <clears throat> Did you take it? Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, okay. All right, now get out. Hey, you don't talk that way. 
I'm not ready to leave the room yet. When you're ready to leave the room, I'm ready to see you go. I'll deal with you later. But little did she know, she wouldn't deal with me at all. I wasn't going to let her. I wasn't going to stay in this institution one more day. I'm not crazy. The situation that put me in this mental institution, it's all too bizarre, crazy to even understand, but every move I've made that has led to my future here, trapped, has been perfectly logical. I am way smarter than all this, and I know, I know that I'm going to break out today. My window of opportunity is going to be during dinner. When the orderly calls in the kitchen to get my food, I'll make a mad dash for the back door. Okay, I'm gonna go grab your steak for dinner. Oh, that'd be great, Mildred. Go ahead. Thank you. We'll be right back. I make a mad dash towards the door. I open it. I try to open it. It's not opening. It's locked. Where are you going? Nowhere. Nowhere. I'm not going anywhere. You better sit back down. I'm getting your dinner. I see a little stopper in the door. I grab it so that the sliding glass door will open, and I look at her eyes. Don't go. You can't leave right now. Mildred, I don't want to hurt you. Just let me go. I don't want to hurt you. Please sit down. You're starting to scare me. I don't belong here. I've been here way longer oh, than needed. Oh, okay, I'm fine. Okay, just I'm fine. Just let me go. I can't let you go, but let's just... I'm sorry about this. I ran, I ran, I couldn't, I couldn't help her, I couldn't see what was wrong, I had to get out of there, I knew that justice was on my side. Now I'm behind the wheel of a stolen car. I'm driving, and I'm driving, and I'm driving. I know I have to get as far away as possible, but I'm starving. Obviously, I escaped during dinner time. I need something to eat. Gosh, I'm so hungry. Maybe Sonic Burger. I'm just gonna pull. I'm gonna pull into the drive-in right now. All right. Keep calm. Keep calm. Nobody knows. Nobody knows that I'm escaped. Nobody knows that I'm even. What can so I get you, sir? Um, nothing. Uh, I mean, no. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I do need something. I'm sorry. I just didn't know what I need yet. Do you have any suggestions? Oh, well, our burgers are the best, and we have shakes right now at happy hour. All right, perfect. Happy hour, chocolate shake, and a bacon burger. That's great. All right, I'll be right back with ya. She really acted like she knew something was amiss. Oh, I have such a bad feeling about this. I, I probably shouldn't have gone anywhere in public yet, but I was so hungry. Keep cool. I'll, I'll just see. Just see if she suspects anything. Here's your burger and your shake. All right. Oh, sorry, I dropped the straw. Here, let me reach that. Here, here you go, sir. I'm fine. Oh, yeah, you probably saw uh, these are my scrubs. I'm wearing scrubs because I'm a doctor. Okay, well, that's good. Uh, yeah. It's been a long day? Yeah, it's been a long day. Uh, it, what? Oh, here, just take this cloth and wash it off. Oh, Oh, maybe I, I better go inside and wash my No, clothes. hey, you better not go inside. I, I, I mean, just, 
just um I just need to go wash my hands and make sure that my friend make make sure that my friends know that I need to catch a ride with them on my way before before we close. Oh, they were going to drive you home or something? Yeah, they were going to drive me home. Where do you live? I'm not being a creeper. Do you just live down the hill or Yeah, it's just a couple miles from here. Um I could probably just take you. I feel really bad about causing a problem messing up your hands with the blood and I, I don't I, I, I think okay, that well, it's, let me just go tell Jessica that I'm gonna take off that's fine I think I just owe you a ride right okay thank you that's awfully nice of you no problem I couldn't help but think she mustn't be on to me now she must be on to me now well when she gets in the car I'll figure it out I'll figure it out and I gotta do what I've got to do I mean I can't have her talking did you tell her? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm ready to go. All right. Um, we're off then. Just turn right here. Just let me know where it is. Okay. Yeah, it's just just down the road here. You're gonna take them left yeah. in about a mile. Do you have roommates or just? No, I just live by myself. Yeah. Um, say, hey, I mean, I, I don't mean to impose, but if you're not doing anything tonight, the night is still young, we could go to a club, or we could go out for a drink. Mm, I, I'm I mean, really pure, kind of tired. Purely professional, it wouldn't have to be, I mean, just as friends, not anything more than that. I think I'm going to have to say no, thank you. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's okay, okay, you're going to just make a left right here. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I missed the no, turn. It, I it, missed the turn. You can just turn around right up here. It's fine. No, the thing. You know is, what? I can just I can just walk from here. No, it's fine. Um, look, I don't mean anything by this. I don't mean to hurt you, but I know you know. I know what? I know you know that I escaped today, and I just I just can't have you knowing that. You escaped. I don't even know what you're talking about. But you acted really suspicious over at, at Sonic. You acted so. I was just worried that my friends needed to know where I was going. That could be true, but I I and don't I, was just... I don't know if I believe you. I can't trust you. I can't trust anyone. Not not after what's happened to me oh, in my hey, life. Hey, hey, calm down. It's it's gonna be okay, buddy. Hey, Why don't you tell me what's what's going on. Well, I guess it doesn't matter now. You pretty much know. <sighs> Don't be scared. There's really nothing to worry about. Oh, I'm not, I'm not scared. You're shaking. You're shivering. Well, it's a little unnerving. I, I don't know what's going on. Oh. Sorry, your hair. She looks really beautiful. Please, just don't touch right now. It's... So you were saying? Well, if you're scared of me, I don't know if I want to tell you. Look, look. I was in a mental institution, but I'm not crazy. I'll just start from the beginning. It all started when I found out my wife was a foreign government agent and our whole marriage was a fake. And I confronted her about it. Oh, honey, I'm not a foreign agent. Why would you think that? You've brainwashed me into falling in love with you. Everything from the minute we met in college at the dance, now you manipulated me into loving you oh, and it, asking you to marry me. It's all fake. Oh, sweetheart, it's not. I love you. Stop! I... Don't touch me. Honey, 
I just love you. I, I don't know why you would think I'm a foreign agent. Everything you know I, about me. I found I, everything. I found I know, a bag. I found a bag of wigs. And I know it's very frustrating sometimes. Your imagination gets the best of you. Don't. You're manipulating me now. Stop it, please. Okay. Maybe even even if I was a foreign agent, maybe I am. But it's gonna be okay. We're gonna work this out. It's okay, honey. No. Please, calm down. We'll just talk about this. I love you. Ow! Stop it. <laughs> I didn't mean to kill her. I just knew she was going to get me in the end, and you understand, don't you? It's what I needed to do. I didn't want her to die. I didn't want anyone to die. Yes, of, of course. She was after me. There, there are certain individuals that want me dead, and I have to run. Oh, my goodness. Maybe, maybe we can talk to the police. Maybe they'll understand. Police? We are being followed. Did you oh, did I, you know the police were behind us? I didn't call them. I, I didn't know. I Do you was have saying, a cell phone? Were you texting somebody? You've seen me this whole time. You're right. I think I need to start trusting you. I'm sorry. Okay, this is our opportunity to talk to them then. They will understand that you can explain it all and it will make They're sense. They're No, but did you just listen to me? I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you. Okay? Oh, okay. What seems to be the problem, officer? Well, I noticed your taillight, rear left taillight was out. I'm so sorry, officer. Oh, did you know that, honey? That the taillight was like that? No, I didn't. I didn't know. We're, we're honestly sorry, officer. We'll get it fixed as soon as possible. We just live up the hill here. Well, I'm going to have to run your ID. Here you go. I'm just going to walk back to the car and I'm going to run your ID real quick. Don't worry, I, I stole the ID off somebody today. I think if we play our cards right, it's, I mean... Who am I to argue with the man holding a weapon in my side? I, I promise I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not going to hurt you. I, I believe you. Alright, everything seems fine here. I, uh... Want to get that tail light fixed as soon as possible? We will, officer. We will. Right, honey? <laughs> yeah, we'll get it fixed. Good evening. Bye. I told you. I told you you could trust me. I told you that the ID would work. You know, I'm not stupid. I have a plan for us. I have a plan for us. Oh, okay, tell me your plan. Well, let's wait for. God, it's so beautiful up here. I know. Kinda glad we're here. I know we just met. Don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. But I'm gonna need a lot of help. It seems like you have a dead-end job at Sonic, and we have an opportunity to do something. Like, maybe I do need help, but I mean, I, I'm not as crazy as you think, but I need some help. They could have been drugging me at that institution, and I, I need to get off these meds. I need to... I need to live. I need to be okay with who I am, and... And we have a lot to figure out here. If, if you want to help, I mean... You've been really nice to me, and you've taken good care of me this whole time. I've had a lot of tough things happen in my life. And uh, you're right, I am. I'm just in a dead-end job. What am I going to do? Spend the rest of my life working at Sonic? Yeah. I believe you. And probably if you have somebody to help you with those thoughts that swirl around in your head, they'll start to make sense. 
Maybe. Maybe all the plans, all, maybe everything I've written in my journal, you'll be able to decipher for me. You'll help me. Yeah. Yes, I think I can do it. Oh. Let's do it. Maybe it all will make sense someday. Maybe Judy and I will make a future for the both of us. Who knows, but at least I have an ally. At least I have someone who can help me to give me the trust that I needed and someone who I can learn to trust back. We'll probably be on many adventures to come. Well, welcome back. Welcome, welcome. That's our story, Suspenseful Situation, a little modern twist on that same tale. Yeah, that's that's definitely a, a very modern way of doing things. To look at the villain as the hero, Yeah, the perhaps. villain is the hero. The hero is the villain, who knows? Kill innocent people and you're still a good guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> very suspenseful, I'll tell you what. Well, thank you for listening to our second episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and now come back again and listen to our next Yes, please subscribe on the iTunes. Leave us a review. Yeah, please. That would be great. Can you imagine iTunes reviews? Oh, so official. Shocking. Amazing suspense. Will it happen? Will it happen? Find out next week on Second Golden Age of Radio. Hello, I'm Richard Templeman. I'm Kelly Tolley. And welcome to the second episode of Second Generation... What? Welcome to the second episode of the... What? Welcome to the second episode of Second Golden Age Radio.